once in the Green Age. The land knew peace. Suddenly, a shadow of the past emerges. The ruins of the castles built in the name of the Arkan Lords split the earth, and with them giving rise to the Churning Age, an era of rapid expansion, intrigue, blighted land, and high adventure. Now, Gamorex as Manthrax. Do the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time. Let's go. Do the Mario. Korak as Zephyr. I have a scratchy voice, so uh, this is Zephyr's new voice for a little bit. It's very similar, but it's distinctly different. <laughs> and Alatos as Andrealphus. Jackpot. Must find their footing in this uncertain new age and hopefully build their own legend along the way. All this and more on The Ruined Runners. Ophelia, what happened last time? Didn't you do this last time? Yes, we did, but we're doing it again, Ophelia. You're, you better say it this time, right? <laughs> Alright, well, you know, that's gonna be weird. Uh, that's gonna be a, a weird uh, right, thing to remember. Okay, so... It's good to see you're still getting work after the Pokemon game. Hey, man. Man, the fans can never get enough Maxine. Or the fans can never get enough Maxine. What, what I can don't I say? think the fans anyway. ever met Maxine. Anyway. No, we'll get there. Anyway, uh, in the last session, I believe we finally arrived at Green Hell Island. And what awaited us there was a series of treacherous traps and uh, difficult wildlife to handle. We burned a spider's nest. We rode on a giant crab. Uh, we negotiated with ruin apes uh, by giving them a iPad um, and a kegger. And a kegger. Uh, we were we, we, yeah, we made enemies with a howler or uh, what was it called? Yeah, it's, it's some kind of like skull wolf thing. Really Don't worry, um, yeah, on, on the way back, on the way back. Um, but yeah, it was pretty, um, it was pretty solid. We got through here and we are at the, at the center of this giant tree, which is the heart of the Arkan Ruin taking hold of the forests in Green Hell Island. There's lighting the lands. Uh, and hopefully after this we can figure out, uh, why, what it is that's causing this blight. But first, we get to deal with the mushrooms. True. The mushrooms. Yeah, the mushrooms knocked us on our ass, and we fell on a pile of treasure right as we leveled up to level mm -hmm. two. This is true. That's right into a loot crate. Oh, look! Relics! This could be how you do it, yeah. Uh, but... I mean, mine is something part of my character, yeah. but we'll relics get to that are, later. Relics are, like, open-ended enough that you can just sort of uh, excuse them as part of your character, uh, as being, like, a part of your character, like an artifact you've been carrying around that suddenly gains legendary status due to your, uh, continued experiences and adventures. As is the case. That's definitely, that's what I'm going with with mine. In this case, I got a few drops of blood on top of a little gear that you've kind of seen... Mantrax tinkering with in her in her off hours, and as he gets back up, uh, 
the gear slowly starts to turn and whir in place, impossibly. You've invented the first fidget spinner. Congratulations. Oh, boy. Yeah. His name is Guillermo. Okay. I'll add that to my sheet. Gear, Guillermo, excuse me. Uh, uh, that also works. I guess we may, as we're getting ready for whatever fight's coming our way, uh, what relics did everyone else pick for the audience's benefit? Uh, of course, let's, ex let's, let's explain the mechanics uh, of our relics. Mathrax, your relic is... Hailblood. I probably should have gone with the Bloodborne reference in the start, but Mario seems appropriate given the evil mushrooms. Mm -hmm. The Pale Blood is... It gives me an additional power die to keep track of, so that's three dice I'm keeping track of at any given time. Once the dice hits four at round three or four, one of the two of them, I discard it and then trigger all of bonus damage to the ability I'm using and all of the following. Charge, collide, comeback, chain reaction, exceed, finishing blow, and slay for the ability. All of the above just go off immediately. Limited use per battle, but it is powerful, and it's going to start to get goofier once it levels up, but that's a story for another 100%. day. 100%. Uh, as for uh, Zephyr, uh, what did you manage to pick up? I picked up a Faith Alright, and Maiden. What, it looks like. what does a Maiden look like? Uh, it's one of the sidereal exalts. They have shitloads of poems oh about boy. them. Well, uh, a Maiden. Well, typically Maiden is... Default description is a little statue of a weep of a crucified giant of some kind. Yes, some kind of yachting relic. A weeping titan impaled by spears. You can choose it as that or something else. You can fluff it as whatever you want, like a, uh, like a piece of smithling gear that regained power or something. A smithler's belt. Championship belt. Yes, my Smithler belt is a. It is the maiden. And when they're and when you're bloodied, you gain counter. I will. Which is, cr which is crazy power. Permanently. Um, as for Andre Alphys, yes. Andre, did you end up? Did you end up deciding on what you uh, wanted um, to? Um, I ended up choosing ruin myself. For my relic. Ooh. Ruin it is. Yes. You may trade in, uh, taking the form of what you, I believe you said was a uh, incense, uh, one of those incense thing, uh, incenser thingies. Yeah, a sensor, an incense holder usually used in a, in a, in different uh, religious uh, institutes. Yes. You may trade in one boon once per attack for bonus damage. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a build your own, like a build your own, uh, what's his face anyway? Uh, like a build. That ability was hella useful in XCOM. <laughs> oh, for sure. Sort of like a build your own, uh, supporter. Pretty much. Yes. As for, as for, um, our friend, she gained, uh, as for your little friend, she gained Esper. Invoke attack 16 plus. Cure a character in range 2 of your attack target. 
So she gets Cura whenever uh, she she gets high enough on her die rolls. Which is going to be important given some shit that was looming over us. Oh, uh, shit, screen recording. Ah, uh, what's it? I, I have it up on the side when we're ready for the fight. You're a gentleman and a scholar, Alakos. I, I, I actually, sorry, thank my you. Best. Actually, sorry, not, not Esper. Uh, Stormlord. At the end of any turn in which you didn't attack, you may gain a combo token or spend one to dash one. But yeah, still pretty good. Uh, regardless, you find yourself at the base of this enormous tree. There's an ominous glow of uh, yellow, mu uh, yellowish mushrooms uh, strewn about. These mushrooms uh, are of a very typical variety. They, uh, if you've ever seen those large, like almost wooden-looking mushrooms on the base of trees, of, of very old trees, sort of like ears hanging about. This is more or less the the variety you're looking at. Sort of plaques, uh, glowing plaques hanging atop, uh, hanging around the base of these, of this wooded region you uh, you have entered, illuminating the path ahead. Uh, and the and what's most ominous is the 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 tree root that you're following. Uh, lined alongside its veins is that ominous green glow. You recall from the uh, relict, uh, the relict uh, security system you faced back in session three. Relics and the cause of blight are inextricably, inextricably connected, after all. Hmm. You come across a a glade of some kind, illuminating. The, the possibly the last light you'll see hmm. uh, before heading into the depths. On the top of this pile, um, on the top of a pile of mold surrounding the center of uh, the center of this circular room you entered, there lie a skeleton. On the skeleton's head is a crown, hmm. bathed by sunlight, emitting some some of that green glow you uh, you were feeling beforehand. The stank source, perhaps, surrounded by surrounded by this mold, suspiciously. Well kept mold, might oh. I add. Ah, these bones sort of hanging ominously off this green, almost picturesque surface. Could there be anything I could use to examine this mold? Probably not. Uh, I don't have well, study, so I can't. Or I could, but I. Marked up. The, I marked up the study too. I can go ahead and give that a check if you guys want Might me to. Might as well. All right. All right. Open up the narrative play section of this roll twenty. If. Go ahead and roll. Oh, what's up, Chills? 
No, it's fine. Now, now you, uh, I was just gonna say that after you, um, after you're done with that, uh, if you if if that doesn't work out, uh, we have another way to sense any potential problem that might happen. Okay. Okay. So I I realize I forgot to uh, establish consequence. Okay. So you grab on. Uh, you. Uh, go in to study this, uh, this mold. Within, uh, as the, the mold sort of forms around these, uh, skeleton, uh, these skeletons, you notice that they are utterly pristine. There's not a hint of, like, rot or even a smell of it anywhere. These, these things seem, look, feel like they have been picked clean of their, uh, look like they had been picked clean of their flesh. And as you, Hmm. and as you become more and more interested in this, uh, suspicious, uh, greenery, you touch it. Ever so, and even ever so slightly you touch it. And then immediately, a flash of pain hits your arm. And take two strain. Two strain? Two strain. Okay. Uh, Alright, let's see how much strain I was already at previously. Two. I, I was at two. Okay, so I am now at four out of... If I hit one more strain, shit's gonna uh, get bad. Uh, but the main... Uh, but this flash of pain immediately allows you to identify this as... Uh, black rock mold. Hmm. Oh, yep, shit, shit. Guys, that's the black rock mold. That's, uh, don't touch. Uh. Seriously, don't. That, it's, what? like, super deadly. Yeah. Uh, common, uh, common symptom, uh, this is a hyper-aggressive breed of mold that typically grows in Arkham ruins. Uh, touch, touching it, uh, for more than a flat, uh, then a second can lead to rapid necrosis uh, and loss of body part and loss of body parts and further exposure obviously leads to horrible death. Oh goodness! All right, which uh, seems to have, which seems to be the fate to be the uh, presumed fate of these uh, this poor skeleton warrior of these poor skeleton now, back warriors. In- Back in my hometown, the first Arkham Ruin that ever showed up uh, a mile or so out, some poor bastard there wanted to try and weaponize this shit. You can probably guess how that ended. That's what we call a uh, cross-campaign callback, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I don't get it. That wasn't actually intentional, but that's really funny. You're right. (laughs) Either way, we'll just have to make sure we don't accidentally gotcha. step into this stuff. Alright. Damn it, I want that crown. Why do you want that crown? It's glowing! Because that's dope. Now don't you grab it. There's gotta be a way to grab it through the mold or something. Um... So Ophelia is going to attempt a uh, sense roll. Ooh. 
Let's see it. Uh, could be wasting some time before nightfall, which is when things might get dicey. Uh, but I think you're pretty, um, you've got some, she's got some nice, uh, some nice chances, and we've got some, some time left from the last. Yeah, we have a, a, a few notches All right, a oh. six. Goodness oh, sake. The tricks, ladies and gentlemen. Six on sense. Ophelia immediately realizes how uh, immediately realizes uh, that there might be a way to uh, to get through this uh, little uh, situation. Uh, the the mold grows in a way that is sort of patterned. Uh, it avoids it cannot grow on places where moisture doesn't form. So typically, hmm. uh, and since these. And that would be that would mean that there's an area where rocks are sort of where sediment sort of accumulates and moisture uh, is harder to gather. Where dry rocks allow you to take subtle steps toward the um, toward that crown. However, it would be a dangerous endeavor. It would still be a dangerous endeavor, as it would require great balance to pull off. I'd like to try and roll to to stage a contingency plan. Okay. Go ahead. So oh, got it. it. Well, that oh. is a... Let's see. I think that was 1d6, yeah? Yeah, okay. 1d6. Wow. Yeah. Contingency has been struck. I'd like to use this to set up Ophelia, if possible. Set up Ophelia? She's not so good with Excel. I suppose, and I could I could give it to someone else then. Oh, um, here's an idea. Hey, remember here's that? an idea. She's going to attempt to charm the ruin ape that's with you. Uh, to grab the. Okay, let's say that the contingency is that I kept a growler of the be- of the beer we made from the keg just in case we needed it. Yeah. She now has a bribe. And now there's um uh I'll, additionally there that is the um there is one idea you could do. Um however, there's another thing you there there's a, you can also still uh tell Andre to go do like an Excel action mm. and just sort of move over there. Although the consequences for his are a lot more direct, seeing as he has a lot more strain indeed to take. And he's although he's very close to to getting his first wounds, uh, to getting his first uh, burden, and I'm about so, to break. So yes, uh, it, hers is probably the most uh, safe option. Yeah, this is a very risky action. Otherwise, and it would it would inquire uh, more than two strain, which would be enough to break anybody here. Actually, in regards to the setting up. Uh... You could set up a character, resist consequences, or re- lower risk. I like I like setting up because because right now there's okay. the risk is the risk is a lot more controlled since it's the ruinate doing the job. The okay. risk involved would be the uh, ruinate running off with your treasure. Okay. Annoying dog absorbing the artifact style. Yes. 
Uh, so the setup, you give her one more uh, d6. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see it. Hey, oh my that's goodness. a double. That's two sixes. Ooh. So that's a critical success. Let's go. Damn. Well, I don't know what it is about this. I don't know what it is about Ophelia, but this monkey's a real big fan. I guess they spent a lot of time. I, I guess Ophelia is just good with animals. Because she's got this monkey wrapped around on her little finger. She tells it to go like a trained professional. She get, she gives it she gives the creature a direction and within and within seconds it's leaping and bounding over rocks, resting uh and resting uh, macabre uh, in a sort of grotesque way over this on top of this uh ruined adventurer's uh, skull grabs the crown and brings it back to you it is now yours you have obtained a hidden a helpful treasure a relic artifact a relic treasure Ooh. known as let me actually check the name of it a relic trophy Known as a Helm of the Ram. Hmm. Ooh. Use this heavy horned helm as a free action to shove an adjacent character two spaces, then rush two. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Upon inspection, it only looks like a crown. When you put it on, yep, sure enough, your head starts to weigh. Okay. This uh, crown is a lot heavier than it looks. You get a free action to shove a character two spaces and then rush two. And uh, you decide amongst yourselves who gets to keep it. Probably best for Zephyr to have that. You get three uses of it. Yeah. Alright, and that's a good... That's a nice little uh, little tro trophy to get you get for the, uh, for the encounter. You come... We should probably name the monkey if he's going to stick around. Well, mm. I haven't thought of a name for him yet. It's been pretty chill since we arrived. <laughs> what about we name him Chills? <laughs> Is there any accents in that? That's uh, C H E L E. Chills. Chills. Ah, Chills. Okay. He uh, he bites your finger, but he doesn't do it hard. He just he's just doing it. He's just playing. Okay, okay, throw him out. He would make various noises. You You arrive. Um, do you have a banana? Maybe maybe I'll let it I'll let it I'll let her date. You know how much I love. You know how much you know what I'm about. It's okay. Uh you follow the source of the blight 
further and further across uh, this, this room you've been in. The veins grow denser and denser, spreading more and more into this um, large cistern. Upon reaching it, you find the immediate source, uh, the obvious source. From all of the all of the blighted, sickly, glowing roots, coalesce at the base of fingers from a hand perched at the very center of this eld tree. Probably the oldest tree you've ever seen. Its mat, its matted roots congeal into a spiral shape, into a spiral shape, uh, in sort of, in a way that it sort of uh, ties the hand into a central spot. You recognize that that hand is skeletal and golden. That's Pablo's hand. Hey, Pablo. What's up? I, I, I was in the middle. I take him out of the bag and point his skull to the, to the hand. That uh, Charles, Charles helps you. He grabs Pablo and points up. That yours? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely my hand. I don't remember. I don't really know what's, what it's doing here, to be honest. Why is it flipping us off? <laughs> well, it's not. It's, um, it's gra- it seems to be grabbing all of is. that. Well, I guess so. If you say so. I'm honestly a little fuzzy on uh, colloquial rude gestures since uh, 500 years ago. I think I remember. I suppose some of the remnant magic that brought me to life is, uh... Some of the remnant magic that brought me to life is, uh... Wait, you're saying that I'm older than you? Hmm. Huh. It's been a lot... It's been a bit longer than that, big guy. It's been over a little fuzzy on... Numbers. Okay. I've been lo- I'm a little fuzzy on the numbers, but... Truth be told, all I know is that What's probably causing this is some of the magic that brought me to life. Relic magic is uh, not exactly of the natural variety, so it's pretty, it's pretty typical that it can cause a tree to uh, an environment to uh, rot to this capacity. That being said, though, I didn't expect it to cause damage in such a large scale. I guess if you leave it alone, I guess if you leave it alone for long, long enough, it's bound to happen eventually. Alright. Looks like it's straight shot. Looks like a straight shot to the finish, so we should pro- What is that? You didn't notice it before, but there's something moving ever so slightly on to- uh, close by this hand. You initially, mm. you initially thought of it as just another, just another pile of mold. As it's, it's been, uh, as it's colored so typically, but these group, but it, uh, but the movements you can identify are clearly breathing. Hmm. Upon closer inspection, a dim flame is born from the center of this royal creature. An enormous, 
size two beast sleeps guarding Pablo's hand. That is a big one. You identify it as a hellhound. Well, I'll great. Well, I'll be. That is one hell of a hound. This cistern is so strangely placed. Along the edges of the water, down this uh, straight path, there's something else you noticed. Kelp! There's kelp lining itself at the base of the, of the water. Oh, mounds of kelp, mounds of sort of kelp strewn about at the edge, uh, where there seemingly shouldn't be, considering this is a freshwater environment. In inside a tree, no less. Not to mention this strange mist that gathers about the edge of the water as you approach it, and then you see something else. Something far more concerning. From the last remnant of light comes down a ruinate. Another ape. Is this your this shield? He uh he looks at this ruinate angrily. I will take that as a no. E ooh ooh ah. This ruin ape is a bit larger than than Chael's. He is uh he's got more rocky protrusions all along his body. Uh almost form Oh my god. <laughs> almost forming uh what resembles some sort of uh eyewear on where his where his eyes should be. Okay. I was gonna joke about it being the edgy Shadow the Hedgehog to our Sonic. It literally is that. When he ruin apes tend to form symbiotic relationships with uh, monsters underneath in the uh, ruins, and this one has just noticed its hated rival. Oh, wait! This ruin ape has a rival. Hmm. Yeah, you you've got it in your party. Are we going to have a Rivals of Aether tournament, then? It, it's going to wake up the fucking monsters. Everyone it's get ready for a break. Stay away from the um, baby. It starts... The, the Ruin Ape starts howling. And the slumbering mound starts shifting. The flame... The mm-hmm. green flame grows brighter and brighter. As it is as it's slumberingly, he pulls out his its all its, its entire body from the uh, from the grounds. But another thing also strikes you. As you are gearing up for combat, one of you catches at the cor- out of the corner of your eye some some sort of shadow, blooming out of the out of the mist in the water. A horse? Oh, out what? here. How's a, how did a horse get here? It slunk, it slinks slowly, almost motion, almost motionlessly, through the water, in your direction. Oh, kelp, 
Cal B. I see. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present to you uh, the map I drew in five minutes. Oh my goodness sakes. Alright, hold on. I did not. This is better than any map I could draw in five Uh... minutes. It has color. It has color. Oh my god, the sprites! Yes. Okay, good. It, it does go to that. Uh, let me make That's sure of the thing. Okay, wait. Since what? Since the friend ape is named after Chills, I suggest we name the other ape after a, a rival. I'm gonna say... Mm. I'm gonna name that one Bio Roxas. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Bio, Bio the Betrayer. Bio Boxes. The Betrayer. Alright, I've updated its name tag. <laughs> I can't wait to go on to Bio's stream tonight and tell him all about how we so, kicked his butt. These are two... So these are, in fact, two uh, elite enemies. Oh. The Hellhound and the Kelpie are elite enemies. Uh, Bio the Betrayer is just a normal is just a normal ruin. Okay. So he doesn't follow any uh, extensive uh excessive rules. He is just a he's just a, a regular old little guy. Oh god. So quick question. Do we start with any party resolve? We hmm. Good question. I don't know. I think you only lose it upon like a long rest or camp action. True enough. I think you start. I think you would uh, retain one party resolve from the last few uh, encounters. Okay, from the ship. Yes. All right. So that shortens the amount of time we have until we can bust out one of the big moves. Uh, I'm guessing we all pick wherever we want in the start zone. Yes. All right. Okay. Seconds. I could hit the right button. I'm going insane. Keep accidentally deleting the hellhound. Please, hellhound. A little far away from some of the action, but I do have a ways to help get us out quicker. If you want me to take the first one, I could go ahead and cast down the teleport gate. Yes, as as is known, uh, players go first. Let me go ahead and put down Ophelia as well. And add her turn now. Is everyone aware with me taking that first turn to uh, set some stuff up that for everyone? That is fine if you wish to take the first turn. All right. Let's go ahead and do that. For the uh, for the first for the first turn, I'm going to take an action to set up Odin Force. Oh, before I forget. Uh, well, before I forget, I do believe there's some stuff I need to. Address at the start of combat. Now, start of the round. Aha! Hellhound, at the start of combat, the Kelpie creates two terrain effects that are medium blast areas of cursed deep water. The center space is a pit, and all of the spaces are difficult terrain. None can be placed within range three of each other. It just says that I can create them anywhere. Ah. So I will be creating. Uh, I will be making a nice little green zone. Uh, 
over here. Burst two is pretty frigging big, isn't it? Yeah, that's a that is a medium blast. Oh boy! It's a good thing we have means of flight and teleportation. Then, damn, this is true. Okay, is it? Will you let us change where we place now that sure. uh, you've drawn the hazards? And there's zone. more. Okay. There's more hazards because now the hellhound gets Noted. to have a hazard. Oh boy! Oh god! Uh, round action at the start of the round, the the hellhound creates two terrain effect spaces in free spaces within range six. The area is dangerous terrain, and all damage against characters other than the hound, at least partially in the space, becomes piercing. Mm. Uh, this uh, this includes his friend, so if that is one way, you can also turn that against him. Mm. I'll be uh, creating these uh, red zones as well. And that's at, at, at the start of every round, so he'll be creating more every single Oh! I see! Yes. These things are fucked up. Welcome to Elites. Also, range 6. Let me do it again. Let me go ahead and check. Range 6. Yep. Yeah, Elites are fucked. Good to know. He's going to create those there. Red spaces are the uh, piercing damage zones, and mm, the, um, I see the weird dark green is the cursed deep water. The center space is a pit. Remember that. And this. All right. So this is the center space. This is the center space. Okay. Uh, with that established, I'm gonna go ahead and one. Two, three, four. Uh, I can't teleport diagonally, right? You can't. I don't think. So I'll, move, I'll move that. Here okay. They can't be placed within range yeah, just, three of each other. So. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, let me uh do a slight pivot on where I was and where I moved then. So. Yeah. A bit of time to place and make sure that uh, the screen recording is yep. all right. That's good. That's Thank going. you. Okay. 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 Now that all of the bullshit has been placed, you can take your turn as normal. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and go. Actually, I'll start from here. One, two, three, four, and then I am going to do my second action to. Set up the ether wall. Ether wall. Sweet. Or from Bifrost, rather. Sorry. Bifrost. Uh, yep, so line three, I'm going to put that in front of me. So the archway forms, and people can... As a free action, you could grab onto it and teleport to... Any of the spaces enclosed by the archway or an adjacent space to help ease up on uh, congestion. Mm, okay. Go ahead and uh, draw with uh, the free hand. I see. Good stuff. You can zip. Zip zoom. 
Yep. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to actually hit anyone this turn because um, everyone's out mm -hmm. of range. The unfortunate situation. So I believe the first turn, the first enemy turn, will go to the to the kelpie. These kelpies, I believe, have a big dash uh, range. So are we at full health again? You are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. It's uh yeah they they can move four it's fine. Kelpies can move four. Uh, let's see. Oh, scary. Um. Oh yeah, I like it. Um. Let's uh, let's hope I'm reading this right. Uh, one action the the kelpie is gonna take and oh. Oh, sorry, sorry, I forgot to mention. I uh, used my Klangenkuss to teleport to. Okay. Where are you teleporting to? Pop it over here. Okay. Okay, so the Kelpie is going to take its opportunity uh, to act to use Sync. Sync. One action. One, two, three, Sync. Uh, uh -huh. The Kelpie disperses into seaweed and water and reappears in any space inside one of its deep water zones, teleporting. Oh boy. They'll teleport. Haha, <laughs> I'm in danger. Oh. Welcome to danger. Uh, and then next it will uh, use... Uh, and now that it is in... in um, the Kelpie, of course, can move through its uh, own water zones normally, and it has evasion inside the water zones. Oh, goodness. All right. So it's harder to hit. Uh, additionally, uh, now it gets the ability to do Water Spout. The Kelpie spurts fetid, fetid water, blinding a foe in range. Blinded foes or foes inside its deep water zone take three damage. So... This is an automatic blind on a Rex. Manthrax, you are blinded. Three damage? No, you don't take three damage. Okay. You're not in the water zone yet. Okay. But you're blinded. Ah, how'd I get all four of my eyes at once? Damn it! Yeah. And then it's just gonna sit around and do nothing else. Okay. And that's gonna be its, fir that's gonna be its first turn. All right, boys, go. Who wants to take the next turn? Zafir, mm. do you want to take what the I first shot at the... All so, right. This is right. a horse that is not our friend, correct? This is a horse that is not your yes. friend. Yes, this is an evil and horse. I have this is a devi devious, horse. hellish horse. You, you do. Speed correct. four dash two, meaning if I use one of my actions, I can move six. Correct. Yeah, but you should be able to just do melee stuff with your normal movement. Yes, you can. You can move in like a straight line and, and reach the the zone that, that he is occupying. One, two, three, four. Hello there, horse. Ah. <laughs> uh. I heard that you are causing some ruckus for my friend here. Burp. Now, I'm going to give you two seconds before I... I'm going to... Uh, uh, let's see. I think I have something that I need to 
read a little bit because I know I have something that sacrifices all my HP, which is funny. I have no further option. Now then, youngling, you, you know better than to attack random people. Right? Nerd. Nerd. Is active, so Nerd. what is he actually saying? It's a monster. Yeah. Well, and? Color time. Yeah. Just fucking kill it! Fine, first action, I am going to use Valkyrie. Cool. That's nice, it ignores evasion because of true strike. Yeah, nice. uh, so I have to roll a Good uh, call. 1d20, right? 1d20. Mm-hmm. That's 100d20. That's a hundred and d. That's a one d one hundred. Fourteen. I'll take. I'll take if fourteen. Only. A fourteen. And hits. then this is going to be nice. a hit. D plus fray. My fray is four. No, my fray is kind of high if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Fray yeah you have the highest. Damage is four. D six. It's D six plus four. It's D six. I, know, D6 I, I plus said four. that. I I I know my character. I know Sophia a little bit. Uh, that is eight. Oh, Ooh, nice. Nice. Alright, the Kelpie takes eight damage. Looking that's a pretty good hit on it. Still far from over, of course, but you're a good it's a strong and start. However what? However uh adhere, interrupt one. When damaged by an ability from an adjacent foe, the Kelpie can force the foe to make a save. Oh. Or adhere to its hide. While adhered uh so go ahead and make a save, and I'll tell you if the bad thing happens. Is this a uh, roll one d twenty? a restraint, roll a grab, a shackle, a hold, or prison? Narrative shit, you mean? Can you use narrative well, powers in the combat? Foe cannot move or be placed more than one space from would, the Kelpie. So I guess it would be a rest- would some free kind of soul restraint. Yeah. Activate. I think that's. I think that is a bond power oh, that does okay. not yeah. trigger in I combat. thought it might. That's okay. Now, if this thing uh, launched on top of you out of combat, you'd slip All right, right so, off the uh, yes. What's the roll? Uh, D20? Uh, 1D20. Just a, D- just a, D- just a flat D20. I think a, t- oh, a 10 I'm... or higher and you're fine. Yes. You got it. All right. All right. Uh, can I use Valkyrie again? Or... All right. No, you just use it. You'd All have right. to use a different action. Yeah, you don't. You can't do more than one attack per turn. If I can only do one attack per turn, can I drop kick? You can. Drop kick is not an attack. Huh. <laughs> Very funny sentence. I think I'm just gonna charge up this massive overhead and in my turn. Okay. Okay. Enough. He is charging. The, it is in a pit. Because of Valkyrie. Well, no, I have, I had a heroic bat. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore me. You have to add your turn to the count. Here you go. So let's uh, have the uh, Hellhound go next. It's first turn. Uh, 
let's see. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah, I think I like that. It's a hellhound. What kind of range attacks could it have? Pulls out a cat. Did you know that gat? Gonna move a bit forward. And then it will fire off. It will first use a Spitfire on Zephyr. Actually, are you in range six? Let me check. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good range. Yeah, he can hang back. He doesn't have to do jack shit. Range six, Spitfire. Mark a character in range. At the end of that character's next turn, if that character is still marked, the Hellhound shoots a fiery blast for a medium blast explosionary effect. Oh, Characters within must save. On a successful save, they take fray damage. On a failed save. They take D plus fray. If the explosion would include one or more spaces of corrosive gas, it detonates the area, destroying it. Oh! Destroying it, but dealing fray damage to all characters in the area for space detonation. So this is against me and Zephyr? That would be against you and Zephyr and the Kelpie, if it, it triggers. Oh, that's funny. Well, it's a good thing that I, um... It's a good thing I have resistance to uh, t uh, pretty long range attacks. True. Thanks to Ether Wall. True. All right, let's go ahead and also, go into tactical combat. But it's also piercing, so Zephyr doesn't get to use his uh, cool thing. Dang. His uh, armor on this. Oh, uh, that's a save, so. No, that's. No, Rex, that's after. That's the next, that's at the end of Zephyr's next turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then... So for now, we just have to get the hell out of Dodge? Yes. It might be a little difficult, though, because... Uh... We're gonna do... Hellish... We're gonna do... Um... Blast... This thing is just called Blast. This thing has evasion, so it's actually immune to area of effect attacks. So Zephyr will take will be the only one to take the damage. Let's see, range six. 1d20. No boons to speak of. Pierce combo. Does the Ruinate give it anything? That's a good question. Honestly, probably should have asked it before rolling the damn thing. Uh, uh Ruin Ape. Tell me your secrets, Ruin Ape. Bloodied. Da -da -da. Right, nothing too crazy yet. No passive. Nothing passive right now. Uh huh. Yeah. Looking good. Looking fine. Uh, and then, yeah, it's going to go ahead and uh, hit you with the blast. That's a 17, I believe, that hits. Ooh. Is that against both of us? No, that's just against the fear. Oh, a small all right. blast, a small piercing blast. And I do believe pierce... Uh, 
Yeah, ignores armored, weakened, and vigor. And vigor. So it's gonna. So he's gonna take d8 plus uh one d8 plus three, which is this thing's fray. Take five damage. Five damage. Uh, five damage. And it pierces, so I don't have And this have pierces your armor, unfortunately. Yeah. And it gets a combo token. And at the end, and... Oh! And it gets a combo token. Goodness. Ophelia, me. it's stealing your shtick! It is stealing her shtick. This angers the Ophelia. So she's gonna go next. Alright! We gotta get that thing! Uh, Ophelia is moving over here. Okay. She is going to, uh, use, uh, let's, what's it, yeah, here it is. Holy! On the, uh, the blight beat. On the, uh, hellhound. Auto hit. No crit, because it doesn't actually deal any damage. It's an attack, though. But it gets gets her a combo token. Uh, range five. Let's actually see if I can actually get a. Let me see if I can actually get a combo token before I do this. Uh, ooh, interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's start with Dervish to get that combo token beforehand. Uh, fly one. She so she will fly one away from this uh, hellish hell, and then uh, whisk Manthrax away from the thing that wants to kill him. Thank you. And now, and uh, this a lot. This gives her a combo token, which triggers Storm Lord uh, at the end of the. At the end of the um, her turn, if she doesn't attack, uh, she will also uh, uh, spend a combo token for uh, Songweave to give the uh, to gain the uh, the com the charge effect of Holy when she uses uh, Holy to attack the uh, the thing. And make it pacified. Now the hell beast is pacified. Oh. She tosses the Snickers across the void. You're not you when you're hungry! This is true. And then a cure a character in range 2 of that foe. Unfortunately, there's no characters worth curing within range 2. But, uh... Yeah, the charge effect's not going to do much, but it allowed her to get car the card she needed. And uh, since she spent a con she gained and spent a combo token, she can fly two, and then bless herself or an ally within range three. Uh, she'll be flying backward, and then who wants a blessing? Probably uh, her. Ble her blessings, by the way, let you. Um, when you, you can spend a blessing to gain true strike and fly two before using your ability. Very useful mm. for fighting the uh I the think thing with evasion. Zephyr yeah. should Zephyr should probably get well, it. Zephyr's attack has true strike naturally. 
In that case, perhaps Andre. Right. Yeah. Andre, you get a blessing token. Blessing? All right. Um... And that's uh, Ophelia's turn, which means it's time for the enemies to go again. Bio the Betrayer. Bio the Betrayer will do his... his Betrayed and left in the chance card dimension. Uh, Betrayed and left in the the ally of justice uh, in the uh, elemental hero bubble man dimension. Anyway, uh, let's see. It can't actually move because it is uh, latched onto this beast. Uh, so it will use a... Uh... Ooh, interesting. Uh, first off, he's going to use Spur. Uh, the character that symbiote is latched onto dashes three and may deal two damage to an adjacent character of the symbiote's choice. Hmm. We're gonna dash three. And then he's going to use uh and then he's going to use a pheromone blast. Oh boy. Bio will, sh- will shoot some some kind of pheromone at somebody. I believe that he will choose to shoot a pheromone at uh, Zafir. Zafir, you are now pacified. Uh, the max it, it means you uh, decrease damage. I think pacified heavily decreased damage. I believe pacified means yeah, pacified you deal half, damage. half yeah. damage. It breaks when you get damaged. All status, eff- yeah, all negative status effects you could save against to heal from. Though. You can save against uh, status effects at the end of your turn automatically, but then, uh, but someone else can just like apply a status a, a thing to to clear it for you prior. Uh, and that's going to be, and then you, know, you also get shoved one space away or toward things. So uh, you get shoved one space away from the Kelpie. How dare! So you're no longer adjacent. Uh, and that's going to be Bio's turn, which means Andre is the only one who has not Indeed. gone. Indeed. Should I go after the Kelpie? Before I forget, summon your uh, your little fairy boy. My yes, my boy. Hold on, where where's the thing for it? Uh, it, we didn't make a thing for it. We just drew. I did. Oh, you did? I, or at least I. Or wait, no, that's right. I can't place it in. That's right. Oh, hold on. Uh, could you send it to me? I'll place it. Yes. Hold on. Uh. No, not that. Hold on. Uh. It might not be a bad idea to consider using the uh, shove uh, treasure that we got. True, though. The, at some point in the fight. The, the horn of the, the ram. Yeah, in case we end up tackling the hellhound. Yes. It is in a quantum state of who has the treasures. Yes. Where's the funny little picture that I have for this? The unfortunate thing is that I didn't technically name the file, so I'm just... Kind of having to go through. I'm sure if I just view large like this, there we go, much better. Uh, 
It's there. It is. Ooh. Go ahead and grab it. Oh, is that a man? Is that a man? Oh, that is one of that is the uh, the polygon one of the polygon fighting team characters from Smash Bros. Ah, nice, nice. The fighting polygon team from from Super Smash Brothers. And in that case, that is your representation of this angel. Is the and fighting polygon. Biblically accurate polygon yes, man. And it is T-posing for dominance. Excellent. So where do you nice. where are you summon it? Uh so I can summon it what? Uh within three spaces of me, yeah? Yeah, you at the start of combat, you uh summon the astral seraph in a free space within range two of you. And then oh, within the, range uh, two. And then during your turn, you can move it uh, three spaces. Then I'll put it like, uh, yeah, right here. Right next to Zephyr. Okay. Move it there. Pretty good. Um, let's see. Now, question is. Do I want to go after the Kelpie, or do I want to go after the Hellhound? Uh, it might be faster to get to the Kelpie, yeah. given uh, it, it's more possible to get into range three mm -hmm. of it. Okay, let's see. True. Plus, you have the blessing to negate its evasion. True. This is true, this is true. Yeah, because I'm in range. Am I, ra am I technically in range four or range three of it right now? Range three. I am in range three of it right now. Okay. You are. Good. That counts as range. That's range three. That's range okay. Range. I see. I see. I just see. ask Zephyr. Just ask Zephyr to duck. Goose. Uh, um. Let's see. I mean, in that case, hold on. You can fly uh, two also. I can fly two as well. Uh, let's see. Yes. Okay, yes. Um, so, yeah. All right, fine. I'll use my... Let's see. I'll use my... What do I want to do? Do I want to do trick shot or strafe shot is the question. You can do trick shot and then do strafe. Straight shot. I could. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll do trick shot first, actually. So trick shot first. So your my next ability with the listed range gains unerring and plus one boon on attacks and rebounds. And then I will use strafe shot, which uh, let's see. So let's see. And since I'm exactly in range three of it, uh, I I can never get this ability name right or this trait right. Trigrammaton? Uh, yeah, Trigrammaton. Trigrammaton. Which means I get a plus three on this attack roll and on airing. A plus one boon. Or yes, a plus one boon. So what that's do a, I... That's let's a total see. of plus two boons. Goodness. So oh. you can, and you can even sacrifice one of them. For yeah, I was I was just about to say I could probably sacrifice one so I can get bonus damage. So I'll actually end up doing that. Uh, so let me see. And you're, using, and you're using your blessing to get true strike. You said. 
yes, I, I'm using, I'm using, I'm trading in one boon for bonus damage. And you're using your blessing to get true strike. Yes. Okay. Oh, and roll me a 1d20 plus 1d6. Okay, so. Uh, roll 1d20 plus 1d6. 14 plus okay, 2 is 16. Ooh. All right, that hits it. Let's Roll go. Roll me damage. Hmm? Roll me D plus fray. Uh, uh, 1D10, uh, 2D10, keep highest, plus fray, which is, I think, 2. Keep, right now, come on. 2D10, keep highest, 1 plus 2. 2, yes. Uh, All eight right, damage. that's 8 damage. To the Kelpie. Harsh hit on the Kelpie. Very strong. It buckles a and bit the, under the pressure. And the and the uh, the Kelpie is blinded, if I recall. For oh, straight the Kelpie shot. is blinded. How do you like that? Huh? <laughs> huh? The jerk. What a jerk. All right. What else you got? I think that's all I can really do for this round, unless I want to move. Um. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm safe. I'm technically safe just sitting here right now. So yeah, I think that'll just be the end of my turn. Mm. All right. Interesting. All right. That brings up the Kelpie's second turn. Because they are elites, and they get two turns each. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait. I don't get the save yet. Not yet. The good news, the good news though, is that the Pale Blood ticks up to two. Fair enough. Uh, the uh, the Kelpie is going to move over to uh, Manfrax's location. Exiting. Oh, no. Exiting its... Uh, safe haven of water it is going to uh, strike at you with savage fang that attack at a one action attack with a boon and the same damage as that of alatos's funny gun attack a 13 does a 13 hit you i am i uh, a 13 should hit me, yes. I... Yeah, my defense is only 7. Yeah, uh, a 13 will hit me. Not you, uh, Andre, him. Oh, okay. Uh, Manthrax. Man, man, right. Manthrax. Manthrax. 1d10 plus 2. Ooh! That's 10 uh, damage. I am burning... I am burning my, uh, ether deflection for interrupt 1. Targeted by an ability from a character in range 2. Effect, gain resistance against damage from that ability. You can only have one use of this interrupt per combat, but you could spend Aether at any time to regain it. See. So I only take 5 damage instead of Ooh. 10. I see. Uh, did you damage him? It's a bit of Aether blows it off course, oh, so... Did, did I damage I it? I don't know. Like no, I did not. That's okay. Um... So, it's going to uh, 
take its second turn to, uh, it's going to take its second action to uh, sink again into its, uh, into another water zone. This time at the back. As it licks its wounds, it's going to attempt to uh, hit you with, uh, to uh, make a save against the blinded. It does not pass. It remains blinded until uh, the foreseeable future. Okay. That means it's the Hellhounds next turn. Wait, not one of us? Uh, No, because you've already all gone. They're elites. Elites get two turns. Elites get two turns. Oh, fuck! Alright. So the Hellhound's gonna fire another uh, blast. Actually, let me check. There's, there's better things. There's actually some cool things we can do uh, here, for instance. Uh, first, it's going to apply Hellish Breath uh, in a line four with a two width. A line four with a width of two, so it's targeting this entire quadrant. Oh my oh god! Oh my goodness sakes, alright. Actually, hold on. Uh, where was it? Went like it was like here. Let me check. One, two, three, four. How much is burst two? Uh, let me check the uh, battle chart uh, for AOE. A black a burst one is a square and the nine squares around it. Burst two would be all the squares around those. So it would be like, hold on, this whole area. Uh, if those, uh, if those, if the three by threes are burst one, uh, burst two would be everything around that. Three by threes. So like, is burst one. So like, this is burst one, right? Is that what you're saying? Because this thing is size two. I'm not seeing. Because this thing is size two. Uh, yes. This is burst one. Uh, that would be burst one, except it would also include, uh, like this and the two next to it, and this and the two beneath it. So then, burst two would be this, uh, like this. This is burst two. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Goodness sake. So, burst two, huh? Uh, two action for two actions. Here comes. Oh, actually, hold on. It's burst two on the target, not. Okay. Okay. So it's burst two on the target. The tar- <laughs> So that's even worse because the target is Ophelia. Uh, so let's see. Um, I believe burst two would be this area. So ironically, everyone everyone is fucked except Zephyr. Yo. It's ironic because I think okay. the only reason why I'm not being heckled is because of the Infer- movement. Inferno. Two actions. Range four, burst two, target. Oh, goodness. Uh, on hit... 2D plus fray. Oh, sheesh. And then the area effect hits for fray. 
Okay, so only one target takes the full brunt. Everyone else is only hit by the fray. Yes. I don't actually remember what Ophelia's oh, evasion is. Uh, it, she Defense. is opening Eight. the character keeper. Eight. She that okay, hits her. Yeah. So that hits her. Two D eight plus three. Seventeen damage. She takes seventeen damage from this. Oh my god. Yeah, that is that chunks her down to seventeen damage. Rex, you take three damage, and Andrealphus, I believe you don't take anything because you uh you have evasion. That's good. You have the power of evasion. This is piercing also, so it would have ignored Korax. Uh, uh, actually, it's not piercing. Oh, oh okay. and uh, the attack target is shattered. So Ophelia is now shattered. Oh, no. Oh, joy. I don't remember what that means. Uh, but that can be good. Uh, scrolling down. Uh, anyone want to take this next action? Shattered. Uh, shattered. Character cannot gain nor benefit from vigor. Yeah. Gross. Oh, that would be really good on Korak. But yeah. Uh, that's the end of that turn. And then that's the end of that turn. Actually, hold on. He's pacified, isn't he? So that damage is halved. Oh, Thank okay. Goodness. But do we do we round up or down? Uh, I believe we round down up. I don't remember, but it's it's probably okay. it's probably uh, Okay, so I got one I got one more health back then at least. Yes. Um half damage, I don't it doesn't specify, so let's say it rounds uh it rounds uh down. So from seventeen uh, that's gonna be a grand total of eight. Let's say eight. Nice reduction. Thanks, Ophelia. I believe she was the one who uh, pacified it too, so that's good. Ophelia as Obama handing her himself the medal. <laughs> Thanks, Ophelia. You're welcome, Ophelia. <laughs> All right, top of the new round. Who wants to go first? Uh, if no one minds me taking the first action again, I could tag this fucker with vulnerable so that we could start really ripping him Let's open. Let's do that. Yeah. Go right ahead. You are, yeah, you are uh, pretty close to it. Since I uh, made a misplay yeah. and forgot that it's burst on the target, not burst on the uh, on on itself. So I charge you. Last. Okay. It's fine. Uh. Aether does uh, tick up to two, which is going to be important for... Because the first thing I am doing is I am striking the Hellhound with Blitz. Uh, from what range? You are blinded. You are blinded. Uh, blinded means all the range of my abilities are reduced to two. To two? I thought it was one. Uh, two, I believe. Let me see. So blinded... Uh, if I can... Come on. No, it was there earlier. Yep, that's what it says Max on the character Max range keeper. of all abilities becomes two. Ah, I see. Yeah, so it is two. All right, go ahead. Okay, uh, teleport one. Uh, can I stand on these squares here? Uh, sure. Okay. 
The the, the uh, murky water is difficult to rain. Alright, yeah, I'm probably not, not going in that direction. Can I can I can I go through my friends? Yes. Okay, I uh teleport one, deal one damage to the uh the mont to the hellhound. Teleport one, deal another one damage to the hellhound. Uh these this is both piercing. Mm-hmm. And now for the actual attack section of the attack. Okay, good. Good stuff. Excuse me. Let's roll a D twenty. Ooh. Now, the good news is it deals one damage on a miss, and then the target becomes vulnerable anyway. Okay, so it is now vulnerable. Also, I forgot to say. And he does, t- and he does take my fray of uh, three. I guess he would have broken out of um, out of it anyway, since you're damaging him again. And he becomes so he becomes vulnerable, and then he takes fray. Yep, vulnerable increase. Does it double damage or no? It just increases it by one, I, I think. Right. So okay, and because an enemy is within range two, I am going to infuse two both of my ether. The cost is reduced by one. Uh, to grand blitz and repeat the first two effects. So before- so first, uh, first I teleport one, and uh, he takes one damage, which is up to two. And then I spend a charge of Odin Force, and and he takes another two from that. All this is piercing. Okay. And then the uh, and then the the other step that happens, uh, I teleport one again. I'm just gonna stay. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Oh, what's the all the range of it is still two, so I have to. I'll just teleport back here. And he takes another two damage, and I'm going to spend another charge of Odin Force and deal another two damage. Okay. Alright, that Odin Force is at three, and that was all only one action. Okay. He's not bloodied yet, right? No. Uh, I thought as much, just wanted to confirm. Uh... You know what? It doesn't say I, I can only have this many amounts of Bifrosts existing. So I am going to... I'm going to swipe another Bifrost down on both of these, since I can only do one attack per turn. So both of them take... Both the Monkey and the Hellhound take three piercing damage, which is up to four for the Hellhound that's vulnerable. And the teleport arch has the same effect as the other, um, as the other arch. Right. How many, uh, by the way, how many, uh, times have you teleported? Twice. Okay. Wait, no, four times. Four times, so your dice is at, so your die is at two. Uh, it's at three, because I only did the charge, uh, wh- I, I, I only did the charge attack for, uh, two of them. It was at five at the start of my turn, and now it's at three. Okay. Good stuff. And, uh, I am going to, uh, further to- I am going to, uh, Klangenkust, uh, free action teleport to- Away. Okay. I am going to, uh, take cover next- Actually, no, I'm not going to take cover next to man- Actually, I could take cover next to Zephyr, yeah. Well, sort of. I'm going to take cover 
yeah, I'll just teleport over here to Zephyr, spend another charge of Odin Force, and ping him for another two damage. Okay, you don't... I am just hammering this guy full of bullet after bullet after bullet after bullet after mm -hmm. bullet. You have placed yourself next to Zephyr. Also, uh, make a save. Yeah, huh. Let's roll the dice. Alright, you save against blinded. You're no longer blind. Yay! Thank God. And I do get, like, cover bonuses or something for being next to Zephyr, right? You get, uh, vigilance bonuses. Which is... Okay. Exactly cover. But it's oh, yeah, I get... Uh, I have Rampart next to him. All right. All right. That's the end of my turn. All right. So the so Bio the Betrayer is going to go next. He's going to spend his two actions to perform uh, Berserk. The symbiote's host becomes sturdy, gains vigor to... Actually... Oh? Sorry. I, I, I moved one other space beyond that. Continue. Okay. Um... So yeah, the symbiote's host becomes sturdy, gains five vigor, and gains plus one action on its next turn. Oh, fuck! And then he's going to end his turn. Go! Uh, okay. Uh, go now. Who wants to Why go? Why should we try taking out the monkey? Who wants to go now? Or should we keep hammering the big guy? Fantastic question. When in doubt, Ophelia can always take the next True. action to help set us up. Probably would be a good idea. True. Yeah, I won't say no to Ophelia using one of those arches to get the hell out of oh, dodge. Yeah. For sure. Well, to get the hell out of dodge toward the enemy, probably not the best idea, but still good. Uh, Ophelia, so if you want to have Ophelia take the next turn. This is... No. Uh, let me know. Yeah, help set us up for future stuff. Okay, so... Um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, have Ophelia take the next turn. She is going to use Holy on the big boy again. Further hamper its ability to damage you. That's auto-attacked. And I don't actually know the sturdy stop that. Uh, no. Okay, it's just it's just a thing that makes him harder to move. Uh, so he is still pacified. She gains a combo token, which allows her to move two. Uh, she may. Fly two and then bless herself or an ally in range two. Who wants a blessing? I uh, should probably give it to Zephyr. Again? Uh, it's the true. Well, the last one went to Andre. Well, again, the true. It's the true strike oh. blessing. Okay, so man, myself or Andre then. Right, I'm giving it to Andre again. Andre okay. gets another blessing. 
Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Andre has a very Andre has a very cottage core Tumblr feed. Indeed. And then, and then she's going to activate. Uh, then she's going to activate uh, Aria. One action. Uh, true strike, delay, end turn. End your turn and gain delay. Your next turn must be slow. At the start of your next turn, uh, you deliver a stunning performance affecting a small blast area effect centered on you. Foes take fray damage twice and are sealed. Uh, foes that were already sealed or pacified are shoved one. So she will move one, two, Four spaces and do this. Put herself in right in between the action. Uh, and then and then do Aria. Allies Does that shove the monkey into the fire? It would later. Uh, foes that are already uh, foes that take fray damage twice and are sealed. Foes that were already sealed or pacified are shoved one. Uh, no, but it, it does shove the. Uh, it would shove the. Uh, the hellhound on its next turn. And allies in the area are cured uh, and special. If you oh. are damaged by a foe's ability while holding Aria, the area becomes a medium blast. And if you are damaged again, it becomes a large blast. So we all get vigor four uh, at the end, at the start of our next turn, which is which has to be slow. Okay. Okay. So let me actually position ourselves a little bit better, because there's no real good way to position her. Uh, because it would it would be attempting to create an area that is also easily targetable by this thing. Yeah. So she's gonna start. So he's gonna start spreading around. Uh, so let me actually check. Who do I want to have take the next turn? Yeah, we'll we'll have the hellhound take the next turn. Try to clear off some of those status effects. Uh, since he gets plus one action and all, he is pacified at the very least. Pacified. At the very least, he is. Uh, are you? You know, you are not. How do I know? Not yet. Uh, at the start, at the end of your next turn, or if you're damaged by an, the next time you're damaged. I, I was damaged. Were you? Yeah. When? That's or how I that, took the five was damage that before you got. Yeah, but that was at, that was before you were pacified. Yeah, unfortunately, so. We might take another damage though if he does the mass nuke again. No, nah, but that's a combo attack. He can't do it twice. Uh, one after uh, another. So she. Okay. So she. He's gonna target uh, Ophelia with a. Blast, which will give him a uh, nice little pierce combo uh, and a small blast to hit both Mantrax and uh, Andre. Or I guess. Thankfully, I moved. I moved far enough away. I have resistance from this mm -hmm. due to Aether Wall again. Uh, hmm. Spread the dam. I think it's maybe could be good to like spread the damage around instead. He's gonna move back slightly. And then hit um, 
the fear instead. Which would help, will help get rid of the, uh, the pacify. At least. Uh, okay, so just solo targetings of fear? Solo targetings of fear. What does that sprite even do? It's just standing there and watching as we all get burned to a crisp. Which one? Uh, it's nice. It's, uh, it's pretty nice. Yours. It, uh, it deals ex additional deals additional damage when you when uh, whenever Andre crits. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, okay, okay. All right, does a ten hit you? Uh, how would I calculate that again? That is uh, on your, def your defense. Your defense. Check your defense. Uh, my defense is six. Ooh. So it hits you. Okay. Why was that so You're loud? And, and that was oddly loud, ooh, yeah. You take 11 piercing uh, halved. So I believe that would be 6 piercing. Okay. And then... And does, does, does piercing go through his wall? Uh, and then... Uh, and then at the end of it... I mean, it's like it works in an in like an RPS type system. Uh, the mages bypass armor. Yes, but this uh, is a physical attack. So how how's a physical roll. attack a mage? It's not a physical attack. It's a fire blast, which is more physical than it is magical if it's coming out of a mouth. Lysander, shut up. Anyway, Korak, it's just just go with it. Anyway. He's going to make two saves. One to save against the uh, vulnerable. This is the vulnerable save. He does not pass the vulnerable save. And then the next one to see if he clears pacified. He does not clear pacified. Hmm. Oh, I forgot to. He gets a. I forgot he actually gets a. a an additional. Um, I forget he gets an additional uh, action. Shit. Uh, so let's, uh, since he's gonna, since he gets an additional action, he's gonna do his, uh, Spitfire. He's gonna do Hellish Breath. Uh, area effect. All characters take two piercing damage and are shoved one. Corrosive gas clouds can also be moved one space towards or away from the Hellhound. The two damage is automatic, but it is reduced to one because he is pacified. Does this hit yes, all of us? Yes, it does. Like it hits Lion all of us. He literally said it hits everybody. He, it, he didn't specify a range. No, it hits, he uh, just uh, said that it hits everybody for two no. damage. He, that's what no, he I just said. I specified it hits... No, I, I said it hits... You said um, it hits everybody. Line four. Yeah. This is the area it hits. It's line. It's a line and four with the... Or man it's a line four with a with a width of two, and because of pacifier, which could cause them to enter character spaces. So the the poison clouds move further uh, closer to you. Uh, also, you were also I forgot to mention uh, as the the last action of its turn, uh, it marks Manthra it ma marks Manthrax with Spitfire. Oh, what does that mean? Uh, you'll see at the end of of light of uh, Zephyr's next turn. Zephyr, you are no longer pacified. Okay. There's no way to get rid of this, is there? 
I believe there is, actually. I do believe there is, but Zephyr. Uh, well, I am at half HP already. Awesome. So you can counter. Wait, sorry, nope, I misread that I'm at 27 from that too damage, unless there's another set of damage that got... One damage. He's pacified. No, I would have been unpacified because I got hit again, unless you're saying that this thing has us in no, an ultimate loop of pa pacifying he's us. Paci yeah, no. Korak, Korak, Korak. Korak. He's, he's pacified. pacified. Okay. You took six damage, not eleven, from that last attack because he was pacified. Yeah. And now he took he dealt two damage, which was reduced to one damage because he's pacified. Okay. And he's still pacified. Okay. Because he fucked up the save. All right, I guess it's uh, uh it's Andre up next. Uh, whoever you want. Or it's, it's player characters, so whichever one of you guys you want. Do you want to go Zephyr? I do not care. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go then. Okay. Question the, uh, is, who do I go after? Um. Hmm. The um uh, the Hellhound is vulnerable, but he has some vigor. Indeed. Problem is, is distance because let's see because i'm like one i'm like five five squares away um actually i yeah i should be able to move to them i think you could use the arch if you really need to get close yeah. to them. although the poison gas is kind of wait you can move diagonally yes. never mind you're fine I'm trying to think so as long as i don't go in the red squares i'm fine yeah yeah, the, the red okay. squares. Uh, Can are you bad. move through okay, them? So yeah, as long as you don't. One, yes. Two. Uh, you might be it's dangerous terrain. You have a. You have a thing that makes you. Uh, your rush thing might make you immune to that, though. Yes. Three. Actually, hold on. Uh, now, am I two range or three range away from the Hellhound? Uh, you are... Let me check. From this position, you are, uh, three, uh, three range. Two range away from the Hellhound. Two range? Uh, okay, then I'll actually stay to right here so I can be three range from the Hellhound. Yeah. Um, with that, what do I want to do? Hmm... I think that I'll use what do I want to do? Uh yeah, I'll use I'll use Astral Chain for this. Ooh. Alright. So let's see. It's one it's one D twenty for accuracy, yeah. One D twenty. Yep. Alright. Uh please. <laughs> Oh, damn! That is a natural critical hit! Nat 20, baby! Oh, fuck! Nat crit- oh, before Now you... the sprite is doing something! Oh, by the way, did you move the sprite? Oh, no. Uh, I cannot move the sprite. Only can you can you move not? it. I cannot- can I cannot move the fighting polygon team. Only you are able to. Okay, then I'll move him- I'll move him where, where you want him. Where yeah, that's fine. Right there. So, fine. I have Vigilance 1. At the end of my turn, since nice. I am below 
25%, right? That's uh that's bloodied, right? Or below 50%, uh, below 50, below 50% is bloodied. 50% Okay, hold on. Um, you have regeneration, too. All right, all right, so roll me damage. Yes, so two, let's see, 2d20. So, I believe that would be right. number correctly, right? 2d10. I believe uh, 4d10. Oh, yeah, 2d10, yes, sorry. Or, yeah, 2d... Is it 2d? Yeah, 2d10 plus, right? Let me actually check uh, the rule on critical hits. Because I believe, I believe, I believe they did they're pretty needy. Critical hit. Uh, damage. You might also gain bonus damage. Critical hit adds one more die to the total, so roll will be 3d10. 3d10. Ooh! And he's vulnerable, so he takes another one on top of that. Goodness. Yeah. So, so 4d10 in total, or just 3d10? No, one it's 3d10 plus one damage extra. Oh, plus one. Okay, on so... So 3D10 Mr. Andre Alpha, send this dog to the principal's office and have him expelled! 19 damage. 19 damage. You deal 19 damage. This thing is now bloodied for sure. Finally. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, okay, hold on. I gotta do quick maths real quick. Also, this, this uh, target is now marked as well. See how you like it! Oh. Sweet. How much that? 18 damage? 19 uh, damage. 19 damage. Okay. 19 damage. Wow, yeah, it's definitely bloody now. Oh, uh, let me uh, subtract some of that since it's, uh... Since it did, since it... Uh, some of some of the vigor eats that, uh, and that actually means it's not bloodied. Ooh! It's wow. not bloodied by one HP. Wow! But it's still marked. Still took a boatload of damage. Yes, for sure. The vigor helped, but it is still very much bloodied. It is no longer pacified, though, so watch out for that. Alright, so tell me the mark. Hmm? So tell me the deal with your mark. Yeah, so marked, um, let's see. I can sort through all these. Uh, each ability can only play sanitizer, uh... Trying to think. Oh yeah, the thing, yes. At the start of your turn, if they are in range three, they take two unerring damage as a bolt of celestial lightning shoots between you. Uh if they are at exactly three range, deal two damage uh deal two damage again. Sweet. Oh, also, uh because also because um uh, the so the seraph uh, deals an additional three damage to them because oh yeah because I got the crit because yeah you got the crit so now it's bloody oh he's bloody so now he's bloody okay all right yep. dealing two unerring damage one how much unerring damage two unerring damage all right I already I already calculated it okay I, uh, 
added in the vulnerable, so it uh, goes from two to three. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um. Okay. So. Um. Additionally. Now that it's bloodied, it gets something special from the Ruinate. Oh boy. A gift basket? An aura. Uh, Same thing. While the, while the ape or its host is bloodied, it has aura 2. Foes in the aura are sealed plus. Take bonus damage and take two piercing damage if they end their turn there. Oh goodness! Oh my god! All right. What else you got? Andre? Uh, I believe that is all. I actually. Yep. It's it's Zephyr yeah. now. No, it's yeah. uh, it's enemies. No. No, Wait, I only Zephyr did act? one. I only no. did one. Didn't he, turn. Did he act? Uh, are we on turn two of combat or turn three so far. of combat? We're okay. yeah, we're, we're on turn we're on two. Round, we're round two. So you should have an action yep. still. Not yeah, enemies. but that, that's after the enemy. Yeah, after the after, okay, after the, the enemy, enemy makes its yep, turn. After it makes yes, its so fear turn. can yep. go yep. right ahead. Okay, so uh, one, two, three. This is uh, it. Only got that third turn once. Don't worry. This is how many spaces? Damn, it's a lot of spaces. Uh, and then we have to cross the dangerous terrain. It'll move over here. It'll uh -oh. place. Uh, it will then uh, dash as an additional action. Oh. And it'll take a bite out of Andre. Oh no! Ow! That, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that, that absolutely hits you. Well, that's just a that's just a hit. Just yeah. a hit. The damage is four uh, damage. pitiful. Four damage. Ouchie! Ouchie! Boo boo! Ow! Ow! And that is its turn. It's gonna save the blinded. Uh, actually, yeah, because it had the dash. It is. It remains blinded. <laughs> Zafir, your turn. So, I guess. Uh, so you said we can move through these, right? Red spaces would be fine. Just staying there is the issue. Yeah, the issue fine. is they could be dead. Yeah. And they can also be detonated. Yeah, you can the, uh, you can detonate one right now because you have a mark on you. So oh. I have massive overhead was activated. Yes. So I'm going to be hitting with Valkyrie. Okay, who are you hitting? Oh yeah, the, yeah. the boy. This guy right in front of me. <clears throat> All right. Big Chungus. Chungus. Six. Uh, unfortunately, his his defense is eight, so Ooh. he takes fray. Uh, that plus massive overhead. Uh, Does it still force deals bonus damage and creates a pit underneath the target after it resolves special effect? He 
if your target was already in fit, which it wasn't. Uh, uh, Where do you want to put the well, pit? Go, the pit goes right underneath it. It gets into a pit. It creates a pit underneath it. And you still have another action. Yeah, so it, it, I don't know what it says. It deals bonus damage, but what's the bonus damage? It doesn't state what the bonus damage is. Um, bonus damage is uh, you you deal uh, you roll the dice for damage twice, and you keep the highest number. Okay, so so you roll damage anyway, even though you missed. I think I don't think that's is that the case, Chills. No. no, you only roll bonus if damage if you uh, if you roll damage. So it, does it? No. Does it at least double fray? So no. literally, it was a waste it's of action, not. except it created a pit, which I don't think actually does anything. It eats. Its it movement. means you're at a higher elevation. It's, it does. Puts you at a higher elevation. Yeah, pits count as a. Uh, if you're in a pit, you're at a lower elevation. It also means he has to sacrifice his movement to get out. Yeah, but it doesn't uh. do anything about his breath attack when he's in a pit. Because, of course, breathing goes through earth and still deals damage. Now, you could you could tap the arch in front of you as a free action to teleport to any space adjacent to the arch to get out of the way of breath. Uh... Well, the only other thing I can do is uh, set up another massive overhead. Okay, so entering or exiting a dangerous terrain space causes a character to take two piercing damage. Uh, characters can only take this damage once per turn, even if they enter or exit it multiple times. And the and the red and the red bits are dif- are dangerous terrain. Well, he really hit. See, Korak, that helped you, you. You fucked him with his own trap. No, don't worry. The traps don't. The traps don't actually affect him. They affect the monkey, oh, but they don't. They actually affect the monkey, but they don't affect him. Oh, so well, that's still helpful. How is my real question? Because you said what? What kind of uh, difficult terrain is it? It's dangerous terrain. Poison. Poison gas. gas. Okay, so so what you're saying is that if we had any gas-based attacks, they would be useless. Well, he's what? immune to gas. You just said he's, what? he's immune to what the gas. What are you saying? He's immune Korak, I don't think Korak. there are any gas-based attacks in this he's game. He's immune to his own gas because he made it. That's literally his mechanic. He creates squares of gas. Anyway. What are you even asking, man? I don't even know what you're trying to ask. I don't know at this point. I'm just tired. That's fair. Fair enough. So what are the enemies doing? Alright, what else are you doing? I did the only thing I could do. Was with and you took one action. Oh, I said I was setting a massive action. overhead again. Oh, you're doing yeah, that's overhead the only again? thing I can do. You can also drop kick, yeah, also but drop suplex. kick costs HP. Suplex is a two turn thing, yeah. is two actions, so I cannot. All right, 
Oh, and it's okay. the end. All right, so it's the end of your turn, so your mark triggers. Wait, alternatively, alternatively, uh, before you end your turn, you could pop the action of one of your trophies. Yeah, the ram. Either the horn uh, of the ram. You can shove, or the tooth. You can shove. Um... You're good. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So the bot. So the uh, the bomb on you triggers. Uh, make a save. Okay. So what triggered the bomb to go off? Uh, he marked you last tur- uh, last okay. round. So it's since since it's the end of your turn, since it's the end so of your turn. So if it goes off, it deals damage uh, now, two, then, right? Why not? No. I'm literally right next to him. Because it's the gas. Yes, but it's exploding, so he's immune to explosions. Horak. No, nah, because this isn't gas based, it's an explosion, you said now. Medium blast explosion area effect. Characters within must save. A successful save. They take fray. So he's in his blast mm. radius. That does say all characters. Yeah. Does not. That does not. That does not mention that he does. That he doesn't oh, take the damage. Really, really. All right. So I guess he has to make the save uh, too. That's hilarious. I guess he can't move away because of the pit too. And he's. Uh, he does not <laughs> save. So that is a deep crit oh! from the save on the. I Pelham. never thought Crack's whining so would be Korak, able to bear fruit. You take. You take I, uh, I take the fray, which. So you take the frame. Uh, question: the fray, Is it piercing? Is three. No. So I have D. I take t- minus two damage. So. And he takes D plus fray, which is eight D, uh, which is a one D so eight. So I'd only be taking three. one damage here. He takes maximum damage from his own attack. <laughs> oh my That's god! Hilarious. And because it's in the uh, area of this thing, it detonates, and he takes two D two piercing additionally. Oh my god! There you go, Korak. Thank you. You understand my thought process, though. No. Anyway, now it's the enemy's turn. In this case, in this case, I understand because of wording ambiguity and the the prompt, but... Anyway, enemy turn. Yeah. Uh, The guy is right now, is kind of stuck in a bad spot, because it's just kind of... Also, you take a Two piercing because you stay, because uh, you're on, uh, you're inside you're the, in air, the, aura. the aura. Okay, so I will take the full three damage then. And so, well, I'd be taking three instead of five damage then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna take the um, the hellhounds next turn. Um. We're going to... Okay, so the Hellhound's going to move away. He's going to attempt to move away. Are you going to use your Vigilance dice? Uh, yes. That lets me make a basic attack, if I remember correctly. Uh, that I believe not a basic attack. It lets you... Um... Let me go ahead and check. Uh... Vigilance... I'm scrolling to a special effect with X ah. charges represented by a pool of these sixes. Oh like wait, no, uh, I am not. Trigger. I am not a uh, bloodied, so that does not. I don't. A get character can spend. Okay. So 
So, uh, it's okay. actually, wait, uh, fortify spaces, Jason, to you have rampart, gain vigilance plus one at the end of your turn. Never mind, I do have vigilance. I, I do have two spend, vigilance can, dice. Okay. Uh, you can spend okay, a, you, can... Uh, you can spend a vigilance to, uh, roll a 1d6 and deal, uh, the amount rolled as damage to the hellhound. The lad is still vulnerable, too, if memory serves. Yes. So that'll... So, five. Alright, so he takes six damage. I'd like to in the in the narrative, this guy tried to bite down on Zephyr and everything exploded. <laughs> Zephyr was mostly Looney Tunes singed and is fine. This thing is covered in second and third degree burns. It tries to whimper running away from Zephyr and he just punches it in the yeah. kidney. Excellent. Alright. He's going to attempt to deliver some kind of uh, retribution uh, by using its combo attack. Inferno! Oh boy. Let's uh, go ahead and establish a range. It's unfortunate that Zephyr just. Maybe one of you lads should have telep. Maybe one of you lads should have teleported when we had the chance. Probably, but. Yeah. That's okay. Andre is not affected by this. Oh, okay. Oh. Because of evasion. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, right. Uh, dodge, you're immune from all damage from missed attack. Successful, successful saves, saves and, and area effects. effects. And at least I have resistance this is against all, this it. This is also why rogues beat mages, by the way. They just completely ignore the area damage. All right. And depending on the angle, this might be nailing the Kelpie, too. Ooh. No, it doesn't actually hit the Kelpie. Uh, that definitely hits the fear. You're going to be taking 2d8 plus 3. 13 damage, Zephyr. Uh, does that piercing? No, but it does make you shattered, which means you can't gain vigor. Damn. As soon as I hit the ability to gain vigor, I get the... So when does Shatter wear off? You could save against. You could save. The, uh, you, uh, you could save against it. You can save against it, or Ophelia can take it away. All right, because I have thirteen HP left. All right, so you're bloody. And I and did not sacrifice counter. anything. And I'm countering. And all that the means time. you get a counter. And I get two vigilance dice. Which Ooh. means uh, he takes damage. I already have a, another vigilance dice. So at the end of the, my next turn, I'll have. I'll have three Vigilance dice I could use. Uh, also, Andre, uh, he's far yes. away, he's very far away from you. What does this, what does this mean for your mark? Um, let's see. Uh, I don't, I believe nothing happens in this case. Uh, let me double check. Okay, Astral um, Chain. Your target is marked at the start of your turn. If they are in range three, they take two unerring damage as a bolt of the sauce to a lightning shoots between you. You're at exactly as a bolt of the sauce. <laughs> yeah, so I guess nothing will happen. I mean, it's at the start of my turn anyway, so... Yes. Eat marinara, asshole! Although, although you can, um... Are you a Dalek? You can, uh, you can teleport it. You can teleport in one space uh, to any location as a free action. Even uh, at the start of your turn. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, roll the 1d20. See if he saves against vulnerable. He does. Oh my goodness. Finally. Took him fucking long enough. 
Too bad he's almost dead. And then comes this, the, the Kelpie. The Kelpie is going to move over to Manthrax's location. And will attempt to bite. And will attempt to bite them. Oh no! Not again! I don't have that plot! Alright, 15, that definitely hits. Of course. 10 plus 2. 5! A moderate. Okay, that's. A moderate strike. Alright, that's not terrible, but ow! I don't have the most. I don't have too much HP and in this. Then, are you still blinded or did you save against it? I saved against it. Okay. In that case, it is going to uh, s uh, sink back into the murky depths uh, to join back up. Ophelia, is this how they feel when we teleport everywhere? Now I feel kind of like the asshole here. Well, don't worry about it. At least, it's only okay if when, when we do it to them. And he's finally free from blinded. Yeah, sure. Oh, boy. All right. Top of the new round. Who wants to go? Uh, I should note that we are now at resolve two, which means that someone can burn the party resolve to uh, do a potential limit break. I heavily recommend Zephyr. Uh, mine is resolve uh, three. Uh, yes. That's you can do that. It's we're at two. Good to, uh, good to remind everybody, uh, the uh, Hellhound is quite close to death. Additional, while Korak, we also have party resolve. Every encounter in an expedition we go without using the rest, party resolve ticks up by one, and that can be used in combination with personal resolve. So, let's see. You could, you could get over there with the teleport you mind if I go, guys? Yeah, sure. One. Go right ahead. Two, three, four. I'm gonna attempt to Valkyrie this Hellhound. You're not gonna do the suplex. The suplex. Why not? The suplex takes me out of the. No, I mean the limit break. I mean. Because I don't think it's because if he's all because I have to sacrifice twenty five percent of my max HP, I'll be at three, and since I can't do anything, they take fifty percent of their max okay. HP to find damage on. 25% on a success. Uh, against Legends, that doesn't do anything. He is bloodied. Yeah. So if if, if he fucks up on this, you just kill the, the, the dog outright. Are you, what are you doing, by the way? I was going to just use Valkyrie. That works. You can, you can use Valkyrie. How did you roll? I did not roll did yet. You roll to hit? Keep in mind, you have massive overhead yeah. charged up. Don't worry. Even if you miss, you'll still be dealing four. Eighteen. Hey, that hits. Then, On the hellhound. Then I'd be rolling. And you have six because this is. All right, so roll me four damage. damage yeah, so that's gonna be eight damage. It. Hey, you got him. And Let's the, and go. The ape, and the ape is vulnerable. 
Ooh, ooh, ah. Oh, nice. Bio the Betrayer is left alone. And do I roll to see if I'm unshattered? Uh, at the end of your turn, you do. You have one other action. Oh, I have one also, other did action. You create uh, a, did you create a pit? It, the pit goes right underneath the enemy. It always does. Uh, the enemy was swallowed whole by the pit. Oh, because the <laughs> because Bio the Betrayer uh, shared a space with that, shares his uh, space with the uh, the guy, I actually think he goes into the pit. Oh, that's great. That's hilarious. That rocks. Uh, what does Rush 2 do? Um, you move without triggering, like, uh, terrain effects or, like... Okay, uh, so I'm going to sacrifice 6, go to, uh, 7 HP. I'm going to drop Kate Fire the Betrayer, and... Okay. 1, 2, and Rush 2. Okay. So uh, don't you drop kick? Don't you have to drop kick? Uh, don't you have to deal the damage to an adjacent character after you do the dash? It says so then like dash. Uh, you may rush two before or after using this ability. Ooh. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Then in that case, yeah. You don't uh, roll me damage. Uh, it is just fray. So four. It's just. Just fray? Yeah. I thought it was D plus fray, because it's drop kick, right? Oh wait, yeah, D D plus fray. Yep, so sorry, so let me roll that uh one D six real quick. Five oh, damage. That's five damage to to buy out of the trailer. I mean that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Could be worse. Alright. Buy the betrayer takes his Takes the first damage. He has taken this this combat. I imagined falling down the bottomless pit. The dog looks up, and all three of its head raise different wily e. coyote panic signs. Mm. Don't you believe it? Don't you? Wait, that's Tom and Jerry. Forget about me. Okay. I exploded myself like a dipshit. All right. Is that your turn, Zephyr? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, Bio the Betrayer is going to go. He's going to have to take um, take his movement action to uh, get out of the pit, and then he's going to spend one action to latch on to the Kelpie. And now he's occupying the same space as the horse. I want to I want to move him to the back. Thank you. Now he is uh, lesser. Than the horse. He's right. There's a monkey riding a horse. This is what you see. <laughs> I think I saw that in New Planet of the Apes trailer. And then, um, he's going to, uh, he's going to use a pheromone blast uh, on Zephyr. He's, oh, by the way, Zephyr, roll 1d10. 1d20. Alright. Yep. Yeah, to save against uh, Shadow. One second. 17, so I am no longer Shattered. Hey! So, hey! That, does that mean that my ability is now proc, or do I have to... I believe you, you do get uh, regen, the regen trigger. Nice. Let's go. 
Alright, so he is going to, um, and then at the end of his uh, turn, he is going to use, and then uh, as the last action of his turn, he's going to use, um, uh, uh, does regeneration give me one, or does it... It gives you uh, four, I believe. Yeah, it's four if memory serves. Yes, four. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's going to do that, and then he's going to place a uh, pheromone blast. On uh, on the fear, so now he's pacified. And that's going to be the ape's turn. He's back on the saddle, so to speak. Uh, Alright, um, who wants to go next? Uh, I actually have a uh, suggestion. Uh, so, Andre. Yes, Andre still has your limit break. Token. Yep, your limit break is also hideously powerful as a support effect Indeed. because it basically triggers every single class ability. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to, you could go ahead and use that. Alternatively, um, if we wait one more turn, I can lay down the hurt, but I think it would be most effective if... Actually, what is Ophelia's limit break? That is a good question. <clears throat> uh, oh, Ophelia's limit break is a two-resolve stance uh, called March of the Saints. Well, actually, you know what? She could use it because that could be really useful. It gives everyone flying, for example. Yes. You take this action or where the stance refreshes, you may invest an ally in range five with the power of the great saints. Oh, and okay. Unfortunately, and this reminds me, uh, Ophelia's turn is she. Uh, Ophelia is forced to take this this next turn as a slow turn. Uh, but at the uh-huh. end of but at, but when it uh, when it happens, everyone in a small blast area around her will be cured. Andre, do you want to take that next action? Uh, then? yeah, I will. If I, uh, I guess I can use my uh, limit break. Let me just make sure, cause let me see. Gain two or until the end of your next turn while in Paradise. So abilities used by you or allies against foes outside of Paradise. So, and it's an aura, so that just means like it would be around me. Then, am I understanding yeah. that correctly? Okay. In that case, I'm trying to think of how I would, how I could make this work. Hmm. So what then? What should I get? Try and try, try and get next to Zephyr then. Or do uh, you? Or I, I or, think the way that the field works, if you do decide to trigger it, is, uh, enemies are kind of. Enemies get all the horrible penalties leveled against them if they're not in your aura. Indeed. Oh, okay. So let's see. 
While in Paradiso, abilities used by you or allies against foes outside of Paradiso trigger the... Okay. Oh, so we need to get inside your field, and then we can start laying down the mm. hurt. Yes. So, and that's what I'm trying to figure out, is like, do I want to try and get near Zephyr for that, or do you, do you lads intend on making any long-ranged abilities? She's gonna, I'm gonna use long range yeah. stuff, but she's gonna trigger. I can. Uh, she's gonna trigger charge anyway because she's taking a slow turn. But regardless, it is uh, what it is. Uh, okay, yeah. What, what do you want to do? Hmm. Okay. Let's see. If we're gonna let's see. If you lads are intending on doing long range, because uh, let's see. I can hang out by you and snipe them from afar. Yeah, so uh, if you want to proc the field. Yeah, so I'll try to get at least a little closer that way when you do your range stuff. Uh, it'll you could you could do that via using the teleport arch. Either one of them, if you like. Could. Um, I'm trying to think. See, so, so yeah, so this one just teleports to here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could teleport from any space the arch touches or an adjacent space. Into any space the arch touches or an adjacent space. Really? Space. That's wild. All right. Um. So, yeah, I'll use the archway to teleport over to, I'll say, here. Okay. And then I will, let's see, and we have enough for me to use Paradiso? Yep. Yes. All we got to do is use, uh, um, uh, use the one resolve we have for banks, and then... Break out your sick move. All right. Then, uh, I'll actually move another space right next to to Zephyr. All right. Then let's see if we if we have all the resources necessary. I am going to activate Paradiso. All right. You get an aura. You get a cool aura. Mm-hmm. Aura two. That means everything in this area. Okay. And then you still have an action left over. I still have an action left over. Okay, in that case... You know what? How yeah, far, I'll how use... How far away are you from, uh, from Void? Range 3. Range 3? Well, I can use Strafe Shot. And this is round 3, yes? This is round 3, yes. Okay, so... Aether, uh, and you that still actually... have a blessing, and you still have a blessing token, so you can gain true strike. Ooh, I may do that actually, to because avoid the evasion. since it's round three, I can use or I can use the trait Aether Shots, which any attacks you make on rounds three and six deal bonus damage and trigger all Exceed effects, hit or miss. Awesome. So yeah, I will use Strafe Shot for that. All right, roll me. 1d20 plus 2, plus 2d6, keep highest 1. 2d6, keep highest 1. All right, 11. 11. That does hit. Thank goodness. All right. Roll so, damage. So that is 1, third. Let me do the slash. Come on. Slash and it roll. triggers. It triggers uh, release a flurry of bullets, dealing 2 unerring damage to all foes at exactly range 3 from you. And, so both. and because of uh, talent one for this, uh, gain evasion until the start of your next turn. Mm. Because it, because uh, since that one is also an exceeded uh, thing. 
So either way, let me. Okay, so one d yes, one d ten, or no, yeah, one d ten plus two for the fray. Eh. Oh my goodness! Maximum Ooh. damage. Plus two on airing, so that's fourteen damage in total. Uh, actually, awesome. hold on. Uh. Yeah, this thing is bloodied now. And he gets the uh, malicious wailing aura as well. We get there we go. Until it started next turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Great. I believe that's all I can do, yes. Okay. Very effective, though, in setting up the... Uh... The blitz. Indeed. For sure. I'll be able to I'll be able to be back off that to do some goofy shit on my Let's turn. Let's go. Alright. Uh, so Kelpie's gonna go next. As it is the only thing that can go next. Let's uh, move it over here. The aura is still intact. It's inside a paradiso this time. Uh, it'll try to hit you with the, uh, with the bite. Uh, the bite of 87? <laughs> Darn it, I was going to make box. the same joke. The bite of 87? It is the bite of 87. Betrayed and left in the bio-dimension. It is the bite of 87. Uh, but first, it has to roll a 1d6. It hits. Ooh. It still hit. It still, it still hits. Oh, right, evasion it is hits funny. It through evasion. Mm, okay. Twenty-six. Oh, but it misses oh on my the roll. Goodness sakes. Ooh. So you only take fray from this. That's ah. fine. Uh, how much fray am I taking? Uh, just uh, two, two, uh, two damage. Two damage. Two damage. Um. Then it is going to teleport. Onto the lower area down here. And that'll be the end of its turn. And we'll try and save uh, against Blinded again. Does not, goddammit. <clears throat> Alright, who wants to. Uh, Alright, Rex, do you want to go first or do you want to let Ophelia go first? I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. Now that. These lads are so helpfully within enter within range. You fool! Oh, yeah, the also, the mark is cleared from you thanks to the hellhound going down. Okay. Have to remember. Now, unfortunately, it's also under evasion. Be careful. Right. However, evasion don't mean shit if I can just uh, nail it through stuff like Odin Force and. Um, the fields. True. Unfortunately, I don't have anywhere near wide enough range to hit in, hit him in, from inside parody, but that field lasts a while. So, I am going to go ahead and I can split up my movement in between actions, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to move over here and then try and knock it with Blitz. Okay. So, uh, okay, well, first up, 
Yep. Uh, teleport one takes one damage. Teleport one takes one damage. Okay. And now for the attack roll. Oh, and for the first, for the second one, I spend a charge of Odin Force, and he takes another one piercing. Okay. Let's roll for the hit. 1d6, please. Oh. Okay, I also need to roll the 1d6 as oh, well. Oh, it hits. Miss. No, it hits. Oh, okay. Yeah, 1d, it's uh, nice. on a 4 plus, it, uh, it misses. Okay, so it's uh, from the Blitz, when it hits, it's... Um, just a D of damage, so it is only going to take a single D8. Okay. No fray. Oh. That's max damage! Wow! Juicy! And he's vulnerable now. Is he vulnerable? I guess he, uh, he is, because you, you, yeah, you, you attacked him from outside the, the area. Yeah. Okay, and that's uh, the first action. Now he's... Uh, mm-hmm. For the uh, second one... You know what? Yeah, it keeps working. I'm going to go ahead and snipe him down with another Bifrost while I'm over here. Okay. It's gonna be... So both uh, the Monkey and the Kelpie take three damage, with the Kelpie taking another one due to Vulnerable. Piercing. And let me double check what the range is on the uh, Odin Force attack. Okay, it's only range three, so I can't really do too much with uh, the funny Klang and Kush shit. So I'm just going to cross the field and hang out with the sprite up here. The fighting polygon team. Okay, yeah. Yep, and I guess that's the end of my turn. All right. Uh, one more turn for. Uh, by, oh, by the way, it, you hit him on, in the uh, outside the range of Paradiso, so that would trigger Slay, uh, your Slay effects. Oh, shit, you're right. Wait, it does it, is that only if I'm inside the Parody range? No, if, it, if you hit anything outside the range of Paradiso. Um, oh, that's even goofier than I thought it was. Yeah. By the way, it, is he bloodied? He is. Nice, so that also activates Talent 1. When used against a bloodied foe, this ability creates two dangerous terrain spaces of lightning in free spaces in range 2 of that them. That also means I'll be able to do bonus damage to them. Yeah. Great. So, is this bonus damage, I guess, where they are right now, then? So, let me go ahead and uh, do a, a draw shape option. Alright, where are you? Within range 2. I, range 2 would include diagonal, so I guess here. Uh -huh. And... Uh, here. Okay. Dangerous lightning spaces. And for Slay, I also would increase... That also would have um, repeated the first two steps of it, of teleport damage 1, teleport damage 1. So let's just say I teleported back and yeah, let's just say I teleported back and forth and zapped uh and zapped the monkey once and then the um the horse once so that I could get infused working. Okay. And now have two ether. Right. One last turn for the horse. 
before he dies. It'll break up some movement to get out of this zone, because it's going to be like this, this, this. Uh, oh, I also burned the two ether that I have to refresh my, to refresh ether deflection. Cool, cool. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong page. Um, it's going to use, um, it kind of sucks that this thing can't move the areas, uh, the aquatic zones, uh, but it's fine. Uh, it's just going to go ahead and use, uh, Savage Fang on you. Okay, I'm immediately using that ether deflection. Oh, if it hits. Ooh, that misses. That's a natural one. Wow. Oh. So that's I see. So that's okay, one. Mine then. So that's only Frey. Even though my defense is seven. You take uh your defense is seven? Yes. How is your defense seven? Literally. That's apparently the trait for rights. We're squishy. Huh? That defense of seven Hold is on. pretty okay when I have a defense of six and I'm a trog. Hold the fuck up. Right? Defense of seven? That can't be right. It is right. What the hell? Okay, so it does hit. So you're telling me that Mantrax has more defense than I do? Defense, Mantrax is, defense uh, is the same. Like crazy. Uh, defense is the same as evasion, essentially. Okay. System. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that does absolutely hit you somehow. I'm I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go with that. Minimum damage. Oh. Four. Okay, I'll keep that. I'll keep that ether in the tank. And then it's going to teleport back inside the zone. And save for blinded again. Does not clear it. Holy shit. Wild. Alright, Ophelia. Finish it. He's been blind the whole fight. <laughs> Alright, Ophelia. Time to finish it. Uh, Aria goes off, even though nobody was around to use it. Sorry, Ophelia. Uh... But that's okay. You know why? Because uh, Ophelia is going to fucking finish this shit in style. Hey, Zephyr, mm. you know all those cool pits you've been putting around the field? No. They were, yeah, they you... were here when they got when I got here. What are you talking about? I Carbo. did Some not. I did not She's going a to pit. I pit her? I barely know her. Oh, Ophelia is going to, to spend two actions to perform... Uh, the combo version of Pandemonium Ooh. Purgatorio. Attack. Auto hit. D plus fray. At range, at range 5. Attack. Auto hit. Exactly 5. Auto hit ignores evasion. D plus mm. fray. Area of effect. Fray. It's a medium blast. It's a medium blast. And then effect, all pits in the area explode for medium blast area oh. of effect centered on them, dealing fray damage. Oh my god! Well, that's two pits there. Uh, so she's going to target the monkey with the initial hit. And then he's, she's going to let the fray damage finish the job on the on the uh, Kelpie. 
auto hit. Uh, no crit. So, this is something I have to check. Her damage roll is d6 plus 3. That's 8 damage on the monkey. And then 3 fray on the kelpie. And then 3 fray again on the kelpie, which knocks it out. Okay, all. Oh. This that's two out of three enemies who have been hoist by their own petard. That is incredibly funny. And then the monkey is left alone. Bio the betrayer. Bio the betrayed. Twenty-three. How much is that? Twenty-three is worth. Nineteen. Uh how much is that? Uh, 23 minus 8, quick maths, 15. Uh, minus 4, that's 11. Bio the Betrayer is going to surrender. You win the encounter. Okay. There's not much Bio the Betrayer can do now that they're, both its elite friends were defeated. Betray, betrayed him. Were betrayed. But you win the encounter, you've done it. Yay! You got it. You beat the huh. elites. <gasps> I know we almost died fighting those pirates on the ship, and also the and also the tomb hell nightmare. But for some reason, this felt more exhausting from all the fire and explosions. Indeed, it was. But nonetheless, it was. I got all these algaes. I got no allergies the last I don't know why I'm talking like a babe. I'm exhausted. Give me some yeah, grog. You said, it. you said it, big guy. Give me some alcohol. Let's just grab, I need it. Let's just grab Here, there's a there's a there's a shot or so left. Let's grab a stupid handy and get out of here. Wait, we're we're supposed to give Pedro a handy. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Not like that. Not like that. It's not breeding season. Audience, I'm not in the mood. Uh, audience, you didn't hear that. Audience, you did hear it. Now, Rex, cut, now Rex, hear me out. You cut everything besides you did hear it. Maybe. Alright. With one... And with one final look, we're going to uh, take a small... We're going to take a small detour and flat to flash forward uh, to flash to another scene. The pyres, uh, pyres being lit in an open stadium. Final preparations are complete. The large open arena sits what? on a far continent. The trophy. Upon the trophy rests another eye, glowing with, glowing with relic power. The games have begun. On the next episode of Ruin Runners. Oh my goodness. We will become the common... Team managers? Sorry. We're becoming team managers. Wait, we're playing Blood what? Bowl? Aw, oh, man!
How the fuck did we get here from the deserted oh. island? Wait, we're playing Blood Bowl? I love this game. I've never played a single game of Blood Bowl in my life. Oh no. Tune in next time, everybody. This has been uh, this has been Tune in for a re a reenactment of the Common Rider Fies movie where it turns into a pay per view wrestling match. Oh, don't worry, it will become uh, soccer. We'll put be playing a soccer manager, so all my Toku knowledge will help. You play sports ball. Plus, plus inventive uses of pits. Honestly, yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Right, I'm hitting my stop button. Stop button. Take care, all. Bye, bye. Happy holidays. No, happy holidays. No happy. Quick, quick only, wait! Only don't happy. stop! Don't stop! We need to oh. thank our patrons. And I'll stop yet. Of course, our Patreon. Uh, wait, Patreon? Wait, wait, did you just say Patreon? Yes, we don't have a Patreon at patreon.com slash action economy podcasts. Yes, but you, uh, how you made it sounded was we have, we have more than one now. Thank you, uh, thank you for our, our, for the first person to sponsor us at the $5 tier, our friend GB. Thank you, GB. Pedro, thank GB. Thank you. Pablo. Thank you, GB. This this is really emotion. This makes me really emotional. I don't know how to express myself other than this voice, but I, I really appreciate us giving you giving us your hard earned dollar uh, for this uh, great content we put out. Yeah, what's uh? If we hit our first Patreon goal, this podcast will actually start to be able to pay for itself. Yeah. Wait, we pay for? What do you mean? We we have to pay for editors? What is Podbean this? Podbean has a usage fee. Yeah. Thank you very much, and uh, we have actually started to get enough uh, feedback, support, and more importantly, free time in our schedules and our real-life jobs to start getting uh, some streams out more regularly on my end and for some of the rest of our network. Keep tuned, and we may have some stream co-ops coming forward. Thanks for listening to Ruin Runners. We here at Action Economy are proud to bring you this and other ongoing AP content, like Fate Breakers, our ongoing Exalted Essence actual play. We now have a Patreon. If you're financially able to do so, you can support us by throwing a few bucks a month or day at Action Economy Podcasts at Patreon.com. That is Patreon.com slash Action Economy Podcasts. All APs live and die by word of mouth, so if you liked what you heard here, feel free to drop us shares, relinks, whatever they do on social media nowadays. And we'll see you next week with more Action Economy podcasts, Fate Breakers, and Rune Runners try and change off every week. So we'll catch you next time for more of our stuff. See you then.